Hello, I'm Craig Constantine. Hi, I am Joanna Patrice Haggerty. <laughs> Welcome, Joanna. Um, yeah, it's always a question of like, how much? Like, um, should we do a practice run of the opening hello exchange? It's like, no, we're adults. I think we can just have fun with the hello, hi, back at you. Um, <laughs> well, and I'm because... an awkward person anyway, so you're going to get awkwardness regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do some awkward silence. That's good. And I'm not oh, cutting that just out. About. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there is a real magic, right? There's like, there's awkward silence and then there's like awkward silence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we could push, push it, it there, but let's share more on an actual show. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, as everybody knows by now, um, I don't, I don't, we were, we were, so like serendipity, right? I'm like, how long have you been podcasting? And she's like, you know, I actually think it's been a year. So I'm like, I love, I love to celebrate and and not just like i want to make up stuff that we can celebrate but like one year is nothing to shake you know a stick at that's not um just mix my metaphors that's nothing to laugh at that's quite an accomplishment and (laughs) i'm wondering because like one of the things people always ask is um how well okay first they don't ask anything but eventually if they do a few episodes they start to wonder like hmm how am i going to keep doing this like how am i going to keep going um, and you mentioned that you have access to some other people who help you with it. And you, you, you and I, we were talking beforehand, we were, we were talking about like your background and there's a couple different ways that I can think to go here. But I, I think the interesting way that I want to go is what does it mean to you to be a podcaster? Like what is someone who identifies as a podcaster? Yeah. I mean, I think that the term that we could use, which is sometimes I think a little outused, overused, whatever the phrase, but thought leader, really, I think mm. people who are choosing to commit to putting their voice and their words and their ideas on paper, on, you know, audio and on video, all of that, you really are in a position of being a leader. And if you're using your own thoughts in that process, the thought leader is really the term that I would say. And For me, thought leaders are supposed Mm. to bring community together and we're supposed to have hard conversations about things and we're supposed to move economic generations forward, right? And in business, in personal life, in, you know, mental health world. So really, I think that we are supposed to be leading in whatever realm we really choose is important for us to talk about. Do you find, um, so I think that, uh, I, I agree with you, just first of all, to be clear, sometimes I, I always get nervous about like, you know, talking about, like, I, I'm like, all oh, right, everybody else can't hear what's in my head because <laughs> in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm, I'm like, I agree. <laughs> Wait, say it out loud. I agree. Um, but I'm wondering if, if as I do, you have trouble like, you know, 17, 22, 38, 50 episodes in, it's like. It's not like a, it's not like going to work, you know. Like I do the same thing again. I split more rocks. But where do you go to find? I'm going to say new ideas, but I don't mean like you have to reinvent your show every month and a half. Right. But like, where do you go to like? How how do you show up on the 58th episode and go? Oh oh oh! Press record. I got my I got a thing. Like, how yeah. do you get to that energy level? I think that that is such a valuable question. And the way I set it up for me too is I am the kind of thought leader who wants to set the stage for other people to share their stories. So Mm -hmm. my leadership style is actually just getting the platform and then bringing other individuals. So the way it's exciting for me is I have a different guest every single time. So now I'm Mm -hmm. up to, I guess, you know, close to 50 episodes. I think I missed a week or two in the process. 
I know. Amazing. And so in that process, I've had 50 or so different individuals who have come and shared their stories. And my podcast is really focused on artists and art professionals. And that's a lot of the niche that I work in. And so it's just fascinating to talk with musicians and poets and writers and event producers and graphic designers and drummers. How is that not fun? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would totally agree. Being in roughly the same, you know, I talk to other humans space. Yes. Um, that's in fact, I sometimes create entire projects, exhibit a <laughs> projects because I want to just have more conversations with people. Um, and in particular, I wanted to have more conversations with people who are passionate about podcasting, which is like a plosives test. Right. And I, and I thought, well, how about if I just made a show and removed all the parts that were a pain in the butt or that take time or that cost money and just invite people to come have cool conversations. Is there, is there anything about, um, and I don't know if you only have, uh, first of all, name of the show. Uh, the name of the show is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty show. And it is hosted on the Biz Radio Asheville in Asheville, North Carolina. Not sure if you're familiar with this area, but it is gorgeous around here. Um, and so I'm really, really partial to being Ironically, able to work with. <laughs> I may be there in a week, believe it or not. Great. Well, I'm come like, visit. Okay. I'll show you around. We need a bigger planet. <laughs> Yeah, we need a bigger planet. I'm like, wait, and you're like, when you said Western North Carolina, I'm like, you have to be in Asheville. Yeah, and I, <laughs> That's honestly, a I, story. I love living in in the outskirts too, and and I'm looking for an artist retreat land out there as well. But really, to me, again, you know, Buzz Radio Asheville um, is a local radio station for music. Biz Radio Asheville is a local radio station for business, and I get to be connected to both of them through this process. And so I just couldn't be happier that it's not me cutting through all of this noise to try and speak my mind. I get to collectively right. do that with a team of other people who are in their own thought leader spaces too. So, hmm. what would what would happen if you had to do it all by yourself? It wouldn't get done as frequent and as well quality, I am sure of it. I mean, that's what, one of the things you said, too, about podcasting. Again, just that having to get up and running, doing all the tech stuff. I'm really good at having people on the shows, having conversations. I'm not great at technology. So my producer of 30 years, Matt Matan, he's the one who can come in and say, hey, I have all this experience. I can come in. I can show you how to do this. You know, I can get this part done for you. I can, I can help you, which is really valuable for me. <laughs> Yeah. Even if, um, so like a lot of people I think who are listening have podcasts or they're like thinking about it or they're on episode 100. And that's the, I think that's the biggest challenge is finding another mind or two or seven who are, you know, passionate. So you can go, Oh, I got this great idea. You know, and, 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 and they don't like their eyes don't glass over. <laughs> like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> so I think that's probably the magic sauce is to be able to find other people that you can, you know, share that stuff with and, and, almost like a jazz musician riff off of their ideas. And And there's strength in numbers in the marketing side of that too, right? You know, again, it's not just me having to cut through. It's all of us collectively sharing this one website with multiples. And then I get to have that information on my personal websites, my multiple business websites, you know, so that all kind of just brings it back together, which is exciting. Are there things, um, so is this your first podcast? Like, is this the first thing that you've created? I'm wondering, like, no matter how much, like, so not my personal opinion here, no matter how much the thing that I create was my idea, eventually it's like, okay, this is getting a little like, you know, I've done this like a couple times now, not this particular show, but like, mm-hmm. 
are, are you starting to think, Ooh, I could also do a, like, you know, what's the next podcast going to be? What's the next project going to be now that you've seen what this one can do? That is a great question. And I think for me, I coined myself as an economic development specialist. And I even take that one step further and I call myself an arts economic development specialist, which is not necessarily a moniker most people have, or even one that is a a true definition. But what I love about that is that I work with artists and creatives in the whole spectrum. So people who are just starting in their career right? The early entry point all the way into those people who are making six, seven figures in their business. So for me, podcasting was one tool and one component of that. I'm not sure I will need to do more than one show to really achieve that. Now, what I do know is there are lots of other projects and lots of other ideas that I can use this podcast to support, right? More event Mm. production, more community building. I really have this long-term goal of an artist retreat center. So the podcast itself can grow, but I'm not sure if the foundational knowledge needs to be more than one show because it's about arts and it's about economy. And that's a pretty broad topic you can talk about for a long, long time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Do you see, um, I'm like, did we talk about this before, after I pressed the big red button, (laughs) we were talking at some point before, after I pressed record about that, this isn't your first foray into like audio as a medium. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, are there lessons from the radio industry Um, maybe we can flip it around. Like, are there things that you see other podcasters do that you think maybe if they had come from a radio background, they would choose to do differently or things that you think your radio background has informed Mm. how you do things in podcasting? Well, and, you know, again, I kind of said earlier, like 30 years, what I meant to really be clear about that was that my producer, Matt, has 30 years experience in radio. And so I am a brand new person in this side. But again, we were mentioning I was doing publicity. And so I have said on the other side of sending out press releases. And so honestly, for me, one of the biggest things is getting on a podcast, right? So an individual who is interested in having their story told is actually not as difficult as we sometimes feel it might be. So I think that actually is a big piece of feedback. But, But for podcasters, I think in the same vein, really showing up in the circles, right? For you, you are someone who talks to other podcasters. So being on the platforms where we are, right? Connecting with other podcasters. We got hooked up through one of our colleagues who's another podcaster, you know? So (laughs) being in these worlds where your industry is having the conversation is so valuable. And so that to me is the radio conversation. Radio has multiple shows, multiple things, multiple, you know, collaborative ideas that are collectively coming. So if you're solo as a podcaster, you need to go find a community to get involved in and connect with. So you have those options too. Yeah. That's a, that's a great point. There's, um, sometimes it's, it's called act as if, and sometimes they just say fake it till you make it. And <laughs> on one hand, it's like, Oh, that's kind of offensive. Cause like you're implying that what we do is so easy. We can, you know, that a person yeah. there can just fake it, but there is definitely, um, if you act as if, you know, whatever you want to talk about podcasting, radio, whatever, if you act as if, the people that are seeing you act, I'm air quoting act, the people who are seeing you act, they don't know the other you or any other you. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, well, you look like a podcaster or you sound like a podcaster. So maybe I'll ask you a podcasting question or maybe I'll give you a podcasting opportunity. And I think when people say fake it till you make it, I think that downplays 
the role that the other people have in right. offering you opportunities. And right. so when you, you know, when, if you, when people say act as if, and then opportunities arise. So I, I, I agree with you. I like that idea of, yeah, if you just get in the swimming pool, then things will come up and it's not, it's not like a foofy positivity, like the universe will provide for me. If I just like, no, you, you have right. to do the work. You have to show up and, and take the licks. And I'm actually a huge fan of both sides. You know, primarily what I'm focused on right now, my business, which is called Art Hero, is educating artists on business. And so what we basically go through is what I call the ABCs of business. And when you think about ABCs, you think about foundational knowledge, you think about learning. The first time you got into a pool, the first time you tried to write or anything, right? It was clunky. Right. It was messy. It was awkward, <laughs> well, you know? Yeah. So I, I think that it's even one step before having to fake it till you make it. It's just being willing to try is really valuable. And so for me, again, I had been in so many other worlds in the podcast adjacent scene that I knew I was good at talking to people. I knew I was really good at bringing big ideas to the table. And so that's really what it's about. If you know that you fit in this world, but you just maybe haven't tried podcasting, get out there. If you hate the sound of your voice and freeze every time you jump on air or even call your grandma or something, maybe podcasting is the avenue for you. So I think that there's always these ways to say, what are the basic skill sets I have? Who am I? And then what is the best avenue for me to really take that to the next level cool um what uh, was there anything on you know anything on your mind when you were on your way to the recording session because um i and people who are listening everybody's invited there's it's like self-serve you can just slot yourself into my schedule but i tell people once they grab their spot it sends you like a hey you're confirmed and then in the in the message i write like there's no need to prepare there's no need to show up early and that turns out to be like a really the the, some people would say it's a, that's a generous gift. I'm like, no, it's just me trying to make it easy. Right. Um, and I, I'm just thinking, like, are there things that you? So when you showed up, you're like, that was cool. Like, I can do that. <laughs> I can do not prepare. I appreciate um, the informality. But I know that you normally do prepare, and I, I'm wondering, in the back of your head, the front of your head is going, don't prepare. But the back of your head was probably preparing anyway. Are there things that you were thinking, like, I wonder if we'll get to dot dot dot? Like, were there topics in mind? You know, it's interesting because the, the first question you asked before we even got on air was, what does podcasting even mean to you? And that's really what it spurred because I still am kind of trying to identify myself as a podcaster, as a radio host, as as all of these labels. And so I really love that it just kind of made me think about that concept of who am I? How do I label myself? Mm. And do I even have advice to offer other podcasters? And And I really love the concept again of, being in a unique space where my show is actually kind of produced through a radio show and then it gets to be in this podcast platform. And so just the things that kept bubbling up was I do things a little bit differently kind of all around the board. You know, my, my business website is arthero.biz. And if you show up there, the very first thing it says is making business fun is a rebellious act. <laughs> and so that's really what I focus on is how do we make it fun? And so I guess I guess I just was floating around with the idea of 
people who are really interested in sharing their ideas, podcasting is terrifying sometimes. There is so many logistics. So start to find some of the tools that make it easier. What are some of the podcasting sites that are a little comprehensive? What's going to do some of the, you know, distribution process? What's going to do yeah. some of the, you know? Yeah, some of those tools. I'm like, okay, that tool is kind of cool. People are like, yeah, look, you can just open this up and edit. What? <laughs> like, okay. I mean, I nowadays mean, you can almost find a tool for everything. So again, if you really feel like being a podcaster is important to you and you're working on it and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do this every week. Start to think about different methods, you know, do batching, right? Do five or six episodes at the very beginning of the month. And then, you know, whatever works for you. And, and the work that I do with creatives, which I imagine almost all podcasts have a little bit of that art of creative yep. brain, we have to really work around ourselves. And again, that concept of what tools work for you, what time frame works for you, I decide to record weekly so that if I miss a week or two, I can put two on there, I can get stacked ahead, you know, so just finding the tools and the systems. I tested out doing my podcast for an hour at one point and I realized that was just too much. It was too long. People weren't as interested in the content. They couldn't get into the meat of it. So we moved it back to a half hour. Just be willing to test things out and try, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's um it always surprises me how i get um ossified like i don't know i've always done it that way like and then when i back out and go but why why is it that way I'm like i don't know <laughs> it's yeah. just something you pick up habits you pick up mannerisms you pick up things you like to say like and you unintentionally about- start judging what's working and what's not. Again, as a business coach in particular, I have these yes. people come and they say, oh, well, Facebook never worked for me. I'm like, well, what did you do? They're like, well, I posted on my personal page about my business. I'm like, hmm. oh, okay, cool. Let's look at this, right? And we can kind of get into the nitty gritty. So I go so much into key performance indicators. We talk all about how do you track information in your business. And for a lot of artists and creatives, they're like, what? That's terrifying. But I'm like, okay, with Instagram... <laughs> How many followers? Are you having more followers or less followers? That's a key performance indicator. Are you having people buy from you online if you're making sales online or not? Like it can be basic and simple too. So I try to take high level concepts and break it down and say, you can achieve anything you want. And I think podcasting is one of those that feels unattainable sometimes, but is not. It's totally within everybody's grasp. Do you think there's um, uh, my, I'm drawn to the connection between drawn on the microphone too as I swatted. I'm drawn to the connection between audio and creatives. So I'm wondering if there are people out there who they don't think of themselves as being creative, like because when we say the C word, they're thinking painter or right. sculptor. You really do have the word creative get put into arts a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm I'm wondering if maybe audio and I'm juggling because it's like, it's not easy, but audio just feels so easy, right? You just press record. <laughs> How hard could this be? Oh, you'll find out. Um, and I, I'm just wondering if there's something about audio that opens up access, uh, grammar backwards fail opens up. So art gets pigeonholed as sorry, backwards create it's creative as creativity gets pigeonholed as art and audio doesn't feel like art, although it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if this doesn't open up a gateway to a different pie slice of the creatives out there for you. Like, have you discovered that because you're doing this in audio, you're having access to different kinds of creatives? Yeah, I think that that's a great point. I'd also say that video nowadays, particularly for creatives, they're really receiving that well, but that still includes audio. So you get this visual and then you get this audio conversation. And 
to be quite honest, one of the new apps that I love the most is Clubhouse because it's just audio, right? And mm-hmm. I get to show up in my PJs, don't have to worry about anything, and I can have a really authentic conversation. So I would say that using audio is such a valuable tool. And like you said, we are pushing record, have no real clue what's going to come up. And this is creativity. We have created a piece of art out of this moment, out of this time. And it's really beautiful and powerful to timestamp that, put it out there and say, here's my stuff receive it right that's that's not always easy for people there's that limiting belief of oh my gosh who's going to want to even hear what i have to say too so cool (laughs) as much as i always hate to say it um i think that's a great place to stop for today Uh, joanna thank you for taking time out of your morning um hope the weather is nice down in Asheville, and thanks yeah no problem it's been such a pleasure i will always rap about the creative economy. <laughs> I will be happy to talk about, you know, what it means to use our words in a creative capacity to really share thoughts and move ideas forward. So thank you for what you do with the podcast. 